I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at First, first listen. listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. My simple solution to the problem was remove people from the scene and help them feel safer. In response to attacks against Asian Americans, Maddie Park raised over $250,000 to donate cab rides to the Asian community. There is so much more work to be done. We really need to come together and tackle this issue as a community. Support the Asian community. Learn how at lovehasnolabels.com. Brought to you by Love Has No Labels and the Ad Council. Hi, Kiki. Okay. Uh, more free volunteer work from you today. It's uh, yes. the tangent, our mm-hmm. off-air, uncensored podcast. I mean, if you go on, that's the thing. I, I will say, if, if you're going to sit here, then you... you <laughs> I'm going to work, gonna, huh? Well, if you consider this work, <laughs> you're going to get spoken to. That's, I mean, anything goes. If you okay. sit here... Yeah. There's a, I don't know if you noticed. There's a small sign, a very, very, very small sign on the door that says, if you walk in here, that anything can happen, and we can ask you anything, you can say anything, and... and um, and we own all of it. Yeah, I noticed that. It's very, very tiny. A lot of people don't see it on the way in, but it's there. Mm-hmm. It's just really, 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 really small. <laughs> it's like, my life over. I think I remember, uh, oh, no, that show Cheaters. Well, here, play the intro. Here's the tangent. It's the tangent with the Fred Show. Giving you all the shit we couldn't talk about on air. That show Cheaters, when it mm-hmm. used to be on. Um, Joey the, Greco. Yeah, they had like 10 hosts, including R.I.P. Um, Clark Gable. It was the grandson of the Clark Gable that oh, hosted wow. Cheaters, the third, I think it was the third iteration of it. He passed away. Wow. Uh, Young guy, a, too. There's a rapper. Who's the whole guy? Who's hosting oh, it now? Oh, are they making new ones again? Yeah. The, the guy from Love and Hip Hop. Yeah, there's a rapper. Oh, um, I didn't know they were making new ones. I'll, I'll look it up. Okay. Go ahead. Joey yeah. Greco and the guy before that, even, who he was my favorite. The original Cheaters host was my favorite. Me too. On this day of the investigation. Oh, Tom. Peter Guns? Yeah, there Peter Guns. Go. Peter, Peter Guns. Oh, is it? Because uh-huh. on VH1, it's always on VH1, Cheaters. Yeah. Is. But if you look carefully at the old ones, there's a guy whose job it is to hold up a big sign that's a release. And I think it's like, if you see the sign, then that means <laughs> they, that you can be on, oh, wow. on camera. But, I mean, those are so fake. Right. But I don't think that, you know, the people, like the bystanders in the background of these places, I don't think that's fake. So I think in order to not have to blur everybody out, they got this guy that holds up like a big disclaimer Wait, sign. you, if you just got, ruined my childhood. In the background. Cheaters is fake? Oh, it's fake as hell. Really? Dude, those are, like bad, oh those are like bad Dallas-Fort Worth <laughs> community actors. Like those people what? are in like community like, theater. Have you ever <laughs> notice how no one ever punches anybody? They're what? just... They they're just like, they're just roughing each other up. Cheaters. The, the, the host, stabbed. the host did. Yeah. Joey I Greco. Fake. 
Wow. I wish it were real because, like, both of the guys, but Joey Greco especially, like, he's such an instigator. Yes. Like, he'd be like, how does this make you feel? How does this make you feel to do this to somebody else when you when you hurt someone like this? Look how much you hurt this. And he just sits there and totally instigates a, a fight. But no, it's fake as hell. Wow. They deserve an award. They yeah. definitely had 12-year-old Kiki fooled, okay? <laughs> I was waiting to call cheaters on he somebody. Like, he gasses them up in the van. He's just like, we're going to go see them. And you're going to go. Like, yeah, he plays like, the footage back. The yeah. footage back. Yeah. Exactly. Are we sure it's fake? That's what I'm saying, Paulina. I don't know about oh, that. There were fake. a lot of tears, like a lot of real Those tears. Those actors deserve awards. Toxic tears. Yeah, but it's like, I'm telling you, it's bad community theater. <laughs> oh my God, I can't believe it. No. Because you got to think, like two dudes fighting, like the, the one guy's going to throw punches. I've never seen a punch thrown on that show. They're just like- <gasps> They just shove re- each other. They're just that wrestling in the grass. That is true. They always end up in the grass. Yeah. yeah pull some hair. Right. Let me see here. Is cheaters sad. fake? Right. That actors, paid me. actors say yes. But here's the thing. As a guy in the entertainment world, <laughs> I'm just going to say this. Is it entertaining? Is it is it relatable? Is it funny? <laughs> I hope not. Relatable. Have I, have I watched like six straight hours of it before? Yes. Then so be it. Yes. You know what I mean? Like it does. It, it's funny. It, I, I don't think it's supposed to be funny, but it is like it's, right. it, it's entertaining. So fine. Yep. Whatever. Um, yeah. Oh, they talked to Joey Greco about it. Um, yeah. Anyway. I mean, Tommy was the other guy's name. Tommy something. Tommy. That's exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. But it was, I don't know if it still is, but it was filmed in Dallas. Not far from, and a lot of the scenes they used were not, or like, you know, bars and places, the hotel they used stuff was not far from where I went to college. So now when I watch it, I'm like, yo. They're at, yeah. I know that place. I've been there. <laughs> oh you know, gosh, whatever. I am crushed. But I mean, again, like someone just, I, I, when I typed in, is cheaters fake? And someone's like, hey guys, hate to break it to you, but reality TV is not real. It's like, even the shows that are real, there's there are people behind the scenes that are gener- that are that are guiding the content. You know, right, they're going right. like, yeah. producing. Mm-hmm. what do you think about this? You should probably say this and, you know, yada, yada, yada. Anyway. Yeah, like a lot of those reality shows are not scripted, but... Like they'll get a text, be like, "Hey, you should talk about this," and they yeah, talk about or, it. or the writer will be like, "Hey, you know, I don't, I'm not supposed to say anything about this." Like I know, I know the Bachelor does this, where it'll be like, "I'm not supposed to say anything," but that bitch over there said that you're kind of a hoe and whatever. <laughs> like I, I mean, I don't say anything because right. I'm not, you know, I'm not supposed to talk about that. you know. And then of course they go over there and can I borrow her for a minute? Yeah. You know, <laughs> <laughs> just stealing real quick. <laughs> oh God, messy, messy. I used to want to. I used to really think I wanted to be on the Bachelor. I used to really think I wanted to be The Bachelor, but I realize now it's like, and I I, I don't know why, maybe I always knew it, and we all know it, but like, it's not about, these people are not, I mean, they may, they may be there for love, that may be their intention, Mm -hmm. but it becomes very quickly, their intention is not to lose. Right. That's what it becomes. Right. And then, because seriously, like, and I know sometimes they announce ahead of time who the guy or girl is going to be. And then people will sign up to to meet that person because they watch the season with them on it. But then, you know, a lot of times these people will show up sight unseen. They, they just want to be on The Bachelor or The Bachelorette. And then what are the odds that, oh, this person here, that's exactly who I've been looking for my whole life. Like, no, it's not. I do yeah. think they really can fall in love, though. I really believe that. But I think they can think they're in love because they're in this dream scenario. Well, it depends on your definition of love. Like some people really feel that, you know. I think the reason that most of these don't work is because people get caught up in the moment For and sure. then and it's all fun and games until you actually have to do it. Right. And then you move, you know, to Ohio and you're right. Like, you oh, moved, you moved yeah. to, you know, uh, 
you know, Akron and live in an apartment <laughs> complex yeah, and drive right. a Kia. There and there's nothing are. there's nothing wrong with any of that, no. but you but you arrive there in a private jet and right. a helicopter. So like, you know, <laughs> trust me, I mean That I, I agree with. There are a lot of people I'd find attractive if you fly me around, you know, in a honey, a honey right. private jet. I'm like, right. oh, you're looking good to right. me right now. <laughs> Fantasy suites. There's one dude there. Come on. I come mean, on. and you got to try before you buy. I mean, come on. <laughs> Can you imagine the girls on the Flavor Flav show? Remember that? Like, oh, yeah. Oh. They were like fighting over mm-hmm. Flavor Flav. Remember Rock of Love? Did you watch Brad that? Andrews. Yes. Uh, yes. Brett Michael. Yeah, Brett well, Michaels. Brett, Brett, yes. Brett Andrews. Brett Andrews works here. <laughs> <laughs> He's on uh, oh Sunday oh nights. Oh, not that guy. Oh, yeah. Not that guy. Brett Michaels. Brett Michaels. And those girls were all about him. Yes. Oh, my God. I could see that, though, because I think those girls were actually just fans of the band. You know what I mean? Yeah, he like was a little hot. Like his little bandana. Oh, true. <laughs> he was cute back then. Oh, what? no. I don't know. I, you I lost mean, me. <laughs> I just couldn't get with Flavor Flav, but I probably would have been on Rock of Love. With Bridget <laughs> Nielsen, remember? Brigitte. Yes. Brigitte. Because they met on The Surreal Life, and right? And he had that bodyguard who I loved. Yeah. And when they would do like film in hot locations, the bodyguard suit would yeah. be short sleeve and shorts. I used to love that show. That's where, that's where New York came from, right? Was yes. uh, Flavor of and Love, right? I love New York. Right. Yep. Uh-huh. Oh, the golden age. Speaking <laughs> of like those, those like band mattresses, uh... <laughs> Wow. You know, roadie girls, whatever. What band would Bin I? Mattress. <laughs> I've never heard. Me neither. I didn't. Oh, you've never heard. You've never heard of a band mattress. <laughs> Damn, no. <laughs> that was how you get out. <laughs> no. Oh yeah. I'm glad I haven't heard yeah, of that. Band <laughs> mattress. You got Racer Chaser. You got Jersey Chaser. You oh, got. Wow. Uh, wow. Yeah, whatever. But what would the what would the group have? It was a band. It was an old band. That re in excess maybe it, it reunited in the mid two thousands and they tried to have a song and they had a lead singer they they recruited a new lead singer I think maybe it was a contest and the lead singer was really good it wasn't Kiss Journey was it Journey Well Journey found that uh, oh uh, I love him that Filipino the Filipino guy? guy No it wasn't I don't want to be wrong about this but all I remember is I my first radio job speaking of like groupie girls my first radio job. In Austin, and I was a music director, and I was I was supposed to have dinner with the record company and whoever this guy was, who I guess was really talented, mm-hmm. and he was the lead singer of a, like an old school band that they were like regurgitating or whatever. Like it was a well, it was in excess. Rock was it star, in excess? Rocks are in excess. Yeah, mm-hmm. the guy was young and good looking. The yeah. one anyway. So I was supposed to have dinner with him, and I was. Uh, I show up and dinner was like, I don't know, seven o'clock. I show up at seven o'clock and it's the guy from the record company and my boss. We're standing there and we're like, where's the dude? And he goes, you're not going to believe this, but we got down here five minutes ago. And in the five minutes that we waited for you, a groupie approached him and they're in the hotel room right now. Wow. And so I don't want to be wrong about who it is. And maybe that was who. J.D. Yeah, Fortune. Yeah, that's who it was. <laughs> that's who it was. J.D. Fortune replaced the lead singer. He goes, of- I can't even make this up. He goes, in the five minutes that we waited for you, he met a girl and they're in the room right now. That's all it took. Oh, wow. I mean, because you hear a story. Of course, you know, people like groupies get with musicians and stuff. But like, we're talking about a four minute turnaround time. And so I never met the guy because we had dinner without him because he was in. He, it was that long. He would be. I don't know. He was. I know. Was he like, couldn't come down for a snack. Right. I guess not. <laughs> he was busy. But I mean, that's crazy. Like he basically got out of the elevator, saw a girl, and then they went back up. Wow, that's all it takes for some people. Huh? I, I guess. I guess he's a good-looking guy. I, I, I yeah. hope I'm right. I'm not trying to like defame anybody. I hope I'm right about who he was. But let's just say it was a someone in like that profile. <laughs> right.
And uh, not that there's anything wrong with hooking up with a groupie, but... No. Jeez. Nothing I at all. Band mattress. Band mattress. I guess if we could call that, that's not great. Rufio, let it go. <laughs> Don't repeat that. <laughs> no. I wish... I, I'm sure there's a whole list of them somewhere. What would you call that? Like a nickname for... A groupie? For groupie. A nickname. Hold on. Uh, okay, here we go. Nicknames for groupies. We got a whole list of them here. Band aids, as they say, oh, almost yeah. famous. Yes. I'm not a groupie. I'm, I'm a, a band aid. Oh yes. wow, it's a great movie. There. So good. Groupie synonyms. <laughs> Who wrote this article? Kaylin hates Jersey Chaser. She hates. Sicko I don't like that term. No, yeah. I don't like that term. Why not? Um, because I have some friends who I think have been unfairly labeled that, and I I feel like it puts women down. I don't. I'm not saying that's your intention, but I don't like that term really. Uh, hold on a second. Yeah, I mean, I guess, yeah, right. Because if maybe you're dating an athlete and you're well intentioned, and it's like a normal relationship and a normal courtship, and and or maybe you don't actually care yeah. that you know someone's famous, but yet because you're a good-looking woman with a successful athlete, then that must be because you were after them for something, right? Well, my best friend that I'm thinking of, like, she met two of them in high school before they were anything. You know what I mean? So they went to high school together. And so I feel like people unfairly label her that when, like, she started one when he was nothing and the other one she met through that one. So it's kind of like, I don't know. I just feel like sometimes it's... Mm -hmm. Anyway, there's usually a <laughs> lacrostitutes. Oh, oh my god! See, that's what I was like. I couldn't you relate to anything less. Sideline side chicks. Oh my goodness! What is not this? a lacrostitute? That is hilarious. Lacrostitutes. <laughs> I knew. I knew there was a list somewhere. I just can't find it. Now. There's a list for everything. Yeah, Band Aid is on there. These are, these are so weird. I can't even say anything. Lacrostitutes. <laughs> <laughs> Lacrosse that hard that they. Oh, they, you got um, you got puck bunnies. Yeah. Oh, puck, is that what the hockey bunnies? ones are yeah. called? Yeah. Puck wow. bunny. And in Charlotte, the racer chaser thing was real. That you was. You know yeah. what? I hadn't heard of that till you told me about. People are into. Oh, that was very car very real. Drivers. <laughs> that was very very real because a lot of those guys are young and then all of a sudden they have a ton of money. Yep. Yeah, but then aren't you just chasing the money? Or you like love the sport? I don't. Oh know. no, I don't think so. No, yeah. I think. I mean, that's it. Well, in the south. A lot of places, but really in the South, NASCAR is a legitimate. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's like you're famous if you're a NASCAR driver. <laughs> so and, much it's yeah, me. no, and so yeah, and and you know some of them are good looking. A lot of them are not. Um, none of very few, and I'm I'm not trying to be an asshole, but very few of them are very sophisticated. They didn't come from you know what, but they have a lot of money, so they live like rich guys, sophisticated people. But really down. Like, I heard a story about Dale Jr. I don't know if it's true, but he used to live... I think it's true because it was a reliable source. He used to live in the largest prefabricated home in North Carolina. Prefabricated... It was right. built in a factory. Mm -hmm. On a lake, I guess. It was like hey. a, a factory-built home. Anyway, I, love it. Um, I guess a girl went to his house. I, was he a Chevy guy? I, I think he was a Chevy guy. So that would have been a Corvette. Yeah. Yeah, he was a Chevy guy. So that would have been a Corvette. Mm -hmm. So he drove a Corvette. <laughs> Dale... Dale I guess Jr. this girl and it, it, this girl and he like met at the bar, or whatever. He was driving a Corvette. They drive the Corvette basically across his lawn, like up to the front door of his Sick. prefabricated home. The top down, they get out, they go do their deal. The next morning, it had rained, so that the Corvette is full of water. And he looks at it and he was like, gets on the phone, calls somebody. They come and swap it out with another Corvette, like wow. just <laughs> Corvette is full of water. What the hell, Dale? I know. Well, <laughs> does he care?
He's a nice guy, actually. I've met him a few times. Yeah. Wow. Racer an, he, chaser. Racer chaser. Yeah, he's a nice guy. Dude, the guy shows up. I was there one day at his uh, at his shop, and it was like very, very important sponsors there that day, like Bud or somebody, like important people. This dude shows up 15 minutes late in a dirty white Hanes shirt, Wrangler jeans with his dog, and just kind of stumbles in like, hey, how you doing? Couldn't give a shit. He did not care. Mm. You know, it's like, whatever. Um, Jesus. I mean, imagine if we did something like that. Right. You know, one of our big sponsors, we show 15 minutes late with the dog in a dirty <laughs> outfit with a beer in my hand or something. It'd be like, hmm. well, the beer might have gone over well, I guess, with the right. Budweiser right. people. But, but I don't know. He, he was. I'll, that's one thing I'll give him. He was. He was who he was. Mm-hmm. There you go. Uh, and, and he wasn't necessarily interested. And look at him. You know, he's not really out there chasing fame. I mean, no. you know, I mean, he's not doing it. I think he's a commentator, but it's right. not like he's. Uh, and I think he retired pretty young because he was worried about getting killed in the car. Like that's his, like his, Well, that's how his dad died. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Daytona. Yeah. No, he was an authentic guy. I'll give him that. Yeah, Jeff Gordon. I think my cousin used to yeah. be obsessed oh, with. Oh, nice. Yeah, he would make us have like that's my guy. The Rainbow Warrior. Really? Yep, the I, Rainbow Warrior. I remember he would have like every birthday was a Jeff Gordon. Nice theme. number twenty four, like, baby. Tiny little guy. guy. Yep. Another guy lived in Charlotte. Yeah, tiny. They all did, but tiny he's little a commentator guy. now for yeah. NASCAR too. He yeah. was a nice guy. It's the only he's guy a nice I know. Guy. And he was Dale. a nice guy. Uh, yep. Who's the other guy that was a nice guy? Jimmy Johnson. Jimmy Johnson was a nice guy. The dick was uh, Tony Stewart was the dick. Uh, Tony Stewart was a dick, and uh, the Home Depot twenty, and the, and the one of the brothers, uh, the a real dick. Uh, um, uh, he oh, considers yes. himself a bad boy. He's a yes. dick. Uh, drove the the Eminem car. You what's know what? Name? Exactly. That's yes. the guy. Oh, <laughs> uh, what's his name? Uh, they're they're brothers. Yeah, I have to look it up. Hold on. I interviewed him one time, yes. only once. And that was my, fr- and there was a whole line of people waiting to interview him. Like it was like, I don't know, Speed Network and whatever yeah. it was. They're all waiting in line to interview him. And I was doing a TV show at the time. And I walk up to him and that was, I don't know anything Kyle about Bush. the guy. Kyle Bush. Bush, yeah. I go, hey, dude, <laughs> I go, can we just settle this once and for all? I go, why does everybody think that you're an asshole? Oh, oh wow. And he looked at me. And he was like, that's your question? And I'm like, no, but really, like, <laughs> are you? Are you not? Like, I'm just, as a lay person. Like, and he got so pissed, stormed off. NBC got stiff. Speed Network got stiff. Everyone got stiffed on an interview. He slams the doors, storms away. I almost got fired from my job. And I'm like, it was a legitimate question. Yeah. Like, I know, but like, that was my, it's a, it's a true dick, story. Bro. It's a nice, nice oh, icebreaker. Why got, does everybody hate you? I got called into the meetings on that. It was like, dude, really? I'm like, that's a legitimate question. If the guy had any sense of humor, he would have said, I'm actually not a dick, you yeah, know, or whatever. He was, yeah. he was supposed to be the bad boy. But in, he was yeah. actually an asshole. And then the funny thing is, <laughs> well, I bet he was an asshole in his response. Yeah. Like, well, yeah. you got to warm him up first before you ask, why does everybody yeah, hate you? Yeah, but I had a big smile on my face. It was okay. not like, I wasn't like, you know, this isn't a hard-hitting journalism. I'm not <laughs> yeah. Bob, Bob Costas over here. Like, you know, no, I'm like, dude, I got to understand. Like, I'm not a big NASCAR. I mean, I remember exactly. I was at the Charlotte Motor Speedway. I was in the media. There was a hallway. I was first in line. There's like <laughs> you dudes who used to. Right. Like you you probably watched NASCAR before. There are yep. reporters behind me who you've seen <laughs> yes. waiting for their interviews. Okay. And I'm like, hey dude, like I'm just <laughs> I'm just a guy. Like I watch this stuff sometimes. I'm just curious. Why does everybody think you're an asshole? I'll never forget. He goes, that's your question? And I'm like, yeah. Maybe he didn't know that everybody thought he was an asshole. Oh, Oh, no. No, no, no. He knew. He knew. His media. (laughs) He knew. His media person was so mad at me. He looked at me. know what he knows? (laughs) He goes, thanks a lot, dude. His media person said that to me. I'm like, because he stormed off. He wouldn't do any more interviews. I'm like, dude, he's being a dick. I would have been like, (laughs) prove my point. point. Exactly. Exactly. No, and then they made us... 
they made us erase the tape in front of them. What? They made it. They're like, we need the media Classic. people were like, that that can't air. I'm like, wait a minute, why can't that air? Right. If my question was that illegitimate, then why can't that air? Because he looks like a dick. That's why? Yeah, I'm. You know. I go sometimes. I've gone for it with the interviews. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, oh yeah. yeah, oh you have, oh yeah. Can, <laughs> honestly, there's to do a leap of story, but can you think of an interview where I said something inappropriate, like truly inappropriate? I don't. I I don't think I ever did. Even the do a leap of thing was totally misunderstood. Yeah, but I can't think of a time when I actually said something rude. I just don't want to ask you what your inspiration was for the fucking song four on your album. <laughs> the funny thing about the Dua Lipa story is that you asked her about her dancing, right? Yeah, and how. Now she incorporates that horrible dancing in her show. Like, mm. so, like, you were the inspiration to be like, you know what? <laughs> People made fun of me for this dancing, and now I use it in my show because it's the callback. I'm mm. like, Fred, you need an apology. You get, you need an apology from Dua Lipa. If you haven't heard this, and I guess everybody who was there for that, if you haven't heard the story, I showed Dua Lipa in an interview at Jingle Ball a tweet that she responded to. People making fun of her dancing, and and I was complimenting her for the clapback. Okay, I'm like, I dig this. I'm like, I dig the fact that you clap back at these people. Like, you are on top of the world as a performer right now, and you don't care. And she looked at me, and her eyes well up like she's gonna cry. What? I only got yes or no answers from that point on, and it was a whole thing. We had to erase all the footage. Yeah, I never saw it because by the time it yeah. got to me, they were yeah. like, "Yeah, no." Uh, <laughs> it couldn't be posted. Um, the record company went all the way to the top. Apparently, they bitched what? to everybody about how inappropriate I was. The whole thing, and it, but there was no footage to prove it. It, it, nothing ever happened to me because. There were people who actually saw what happened, right. but there were a few drama queens that made a big deal out of it because they don't like me. But it's like, <laughs> it was a fair question. I, I And the way that it got back to management, like to our management was Fred called her a shitty dancer. Yeah. And I didn't. I literally showed her a tweet that she wrote and all I wanted her to, what I was getting at was like, yeah, fuck those people. I wanted her to be like, I don't care. Yeah. I do my thing and I'm, you know, that's what I was going for was like. How do you deal with the criticism? Like, you clearly clap right back. Like, a lot of people would avoid this stuff. A lot of people would not respond. A lot of people would whatever. That's all I was going for. And uh, so I made Dua Lipa cry. I hate when that happens because you don't have, you know, I'm so not sensitive. <laughs> so I think everyone else is not sensitive. But sometimes I, people just have a bad day. I caught her yeah, on a bad day. There's yeah, no doubt. I don't, bad day. Yeah. I don't fault her. I caught her on a, I mean, that was probably night number 27 of doing yeah, interviews yeah. with a bunch of random hokey DJs. <laughs> <laughs> Which is all, that's my whole thing is like, if we're going to do interviews on this show, or if I'm going to do an interview, I just at least want to be able to have a conversation where we chat about something that is not on the approved list. Like it's, I just, I, nobody cares. Like, you know what I mean? And plus all this information is available online. If you're a fan of so-and-so artist, then you already know their dog's name and what they like to eat for breakfast. Nobody cares. Yeah. You know, it's like Chance the Rapper yesterday. Like there were no, I give him credit. He had all his people here, but there were no rules. There was no, you, you can't talk about any of this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, he sits down. We have a 30 minute conversation. You you know, and it was a good interview, and we had a good time. And those are the kind of interviews I want to do. Yeah, that was you good, know, yeah. 
I and just, I love the way you started that one with, uh, I saw you at the lawyer, lawyer's I office. I did. <laughs> I was like, ooh, what happened there? Well, it was like the will and estate lawyer. You know, oh, it wasn't okay. it, it wasn't like the, you know, pound like, me what? in the ass prison lawyer. <laughs> what happened? Fred got the T. Yeah, no, it was like, I was like signing my will or something, oh. and, and he was down the hall doing something for his nonprofit or whatever. Like, it was not salacious at all, but they, they were like, hey, don't, don't look at, like, you know, this, this is a lawyer office, and we're not, you know, publicizing that he's here. I'm like, what? What do you want me to do? Go on the radio tomorrow and be like, I mean, <laughs> I mean, we saw each other. We waved and like went in our individual conference rooms and signed paper. I think he was there to give bun- a bunch of money to charity. It's like if I were doing that, I would want people to know. Okay. <laughs> I pose for a picture. I'd, yeah. I'd be like, I am not going to sign a a thing for a million dollars for you know hunger i am not going in there fred to do that to be charitable right now but i don't know have you ever had an interview go wrong uh any of you you ever had an interview i feel like rufio you would have what's him call it i still to this day cannot stand sean kingston Oh, oh wow. Wow. Why did you ask him about this? What did <laughs> no. he do? Sean, he came for, we had that little that little lounge, the small one upstairs on 28 a while ago. Yeah. He came in. He was just like very, didn't want to answer questions. Like, I'm trying to ask him questions in front of listeners. And he was performing. He, did, he was like beginning, you know, like mm-hmm. beautiful girls, Sean oh, Kingston. Yeah. You know? Right. He's 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 uh he's teamed up with Beebs and all this stuff. Trying to ask him questions, he was just very non-responsive. Didn't really feel it, right? Right. Then he gets it. He almost dies in that Wave Runner accident. Oh right, yeah. Almost dies, and he comes back. You think he's like a humble person now? Mm-hmm. I interview him again in front of another group of people. He's the same way. I was just like, dude. What, what what is wrong with you? Like you can't even be a nice person. Like you almost died, bro. You can't even be a nice person and answer simple questions. There weren't hard hitting questions, right? I'm asking you about your music. The listeners want to know things, mm-hmm. and he was just like the same way. Like he didn't want to. Did he see you and like oh you again? No, he just didn't want to do like I felt like he was over radio. He's famous for that, right? He's famous. But for now that. look where you're at now. Nowhere. Where's Sean Kingston <laughs> We're now? Nobody. Here's the thing, like. That's funny. We all respect the relationship between radio and the artists, but we have a job to do and they have a job to do. Our listeners have an expectation, you know, and I'm not Oprah. I'm not Howard Stern. I get that. You know, the backstage of Jingle Ball is not the time to get into your like, you know, difficult childhood or whatever. Like, I understand there's a time and a place, but at the same time, you know, there is an expectation that we're going to. Do you know the reason that you would want to listen to a a Rufio or a Fred or a Kalen or a Kiki or a Paulina interview with an artist is because you like us and them and you mm-hmm. want to hear that interaction. So if I'm asking softball questions or if I'm not getting to the thing that people really want to know about or I don't give you something that you don't know already, mm-hmm. then then what's the then there's no point in even doing it. Really? And I don't know that you know the PR people care that we also have an expectation, you know, to uphold because if we don't ask you that question that 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 the audience doesn't know that we aren't allowed to ask, then they think we're disconnected. Yeah, that we didn't do our homework, that we weren't prepared. That's true. And so that's facts. So I don't know. You know, I I, I I've just accepted that the, the backstage jingle ball interviews are how you doing? What's your favorite ice cream flavor? <laughs> You know, what are you doing are you for, Christmas? for Christmas? It's like, Christmas right? Are you so excited for tonight's you know, performance? Yeah, like, yeah. It's like, it's like, oh, you just yeah. got off stage. How was yeah, it? How yeah, was honestly, stage? honestly, like I'm not getting a bite <laughs> right. whatever. Don't, please don't cry. It's like. <laughs> are you okay? Yeah. Can we start this? I mean, yeah. It's interesting. Anyway, 
Mm. All right, there's the tangent. There's your first tangent. How'd you yes. like that? I mean, I survived. I didn't cry. Oh, this, was, this so. wasn't even. This wasn't even. Anything. Oh no. Oh, I'm We're scared. Warming you Don't up. Don't look at me like that, Rufio. <laughs> it's like, it's just the tip. Oh yeah. Still, no, do you want to talk still about? Freaked out that cheaters is not real. That's yeah, what... like you crushed my childhood, but I guess you know. Oh. Yeah, we survived. sorry. <laughs> Bad news. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Diosa and I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio season 9. Love, love at, at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again with new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. My name is Ariel. I moved to the U.S. at 19. I spoke no English, and I struggled finding job opportunities. Everything I have, I owe to the Adult Literacy Center and getting my high school diploma at age 22. It was an honor helping you achieve your greatness. Now you're helping others achieve theirs. It inspires me. When you graduate, they graduate. Find free and supportive adult education centers near you at finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. 